Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. موسیقی Six minutes after 11 uh, South African time on this beautiful, mashallah, cold, chirpy, windy, drizzling, brrr, Tuesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Haji Suleiman Esof is my beloved engineer. He will be with me from now till 12-ish, inshallah. But I see he's, uh, he's got the rainbow colors on, Haji Suleiman Esof. MashaAllah, he's looking absolutely good, full of smiles. He's happy. Alhamdulillah. That's, uh, that's good from my beloved engineer. Well, I hope you are tuning and listening to The Bliss of Marriage. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. Remember, uh, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. Uh, 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Well, uh, today is the 29th of Rabi'ul Akhir, 1445. Yes, my wonderful listeners, tonight we should, inshallah, be sighting for the moon, for the new moon for the month of Jumad al-Ula. Yes, tonight will be the 30th. And of course, we need to go out after Salatul Maghrib and uh, look for that moon. Yeah, and sight. Haji Suleiman Esop says, Manana, we need to sight for the moon. Well, uh, the 14th of uh, November, 2023, I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal, and uh, Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and company. And I want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Where are my wonderful listeners, Haji Suleiman Esop? If you are tuning and listening to me, please send me a message. Send me a WhatsApp message before we cross over to our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah. Haji Suleiman Esop says uh, to ask the listeners, how was the weather last night? Uh, He says, Mulana, it was pouring. Was it pouring there by you? Yeah, he says, Malana, it was pouring. It was actually raining so, so hard. Yeah, well, last night in uh, Lanesia, it was raining, but not so pouring so much. Uh, it was, but not that uh, so bad. Uh, I know in Durban, it was uh, raining in Durban. Uh, they say in Meritsburg. Um, yeah, I don't know about Cape Town. I think Cape Town, the weather is beautiful there. It's sunny and hot. Uh, but yes, we always should make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us beautiful, beautiful weather, inshallah. Ameen, 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 thumma, ameen. 
Well, uh, uh, before we go to our beloved Honorable Fadila Tulustan, okay, no breaking news. I see. Who's, oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I see somebody from Bodbeng say, Mulana, we're waiting for the breaking news. Yes. While well, Ustad is just buddy checking for the breaking news. Remember, if you have any questions for our Bliss of Marriage program, 084 786 3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784 786 3132. Yes, we did welcome the listeners of Surrey SFM and the listeners of Marqa Sahaba. Ustad, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning. Welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasulil Kareem. Amma bad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna lillahi wa inna raju'oon. Israel Hamas war day 39, as they write. Palestinians six killed, meaning six were martyred and murdered by the Harami super-terrorist Israelis, four critically wounded by the IDF fire in West Bank. They're killing the Palestinians in the West Bank, and there they are no Hamas. So this is what they do, because they are losing in Gaza, so they'll take revenge on the other side. IDF intercepted suspicious target near coast of Acre. Acre is known as Akka. In Israel's north, no warning was activated. IDF demolishes home of terrorists who carried out West Bank gas station attack in June. Two Israeli soldiers killed in Gaza. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. All of you say, Alhamdulillah. Two Jutla sent to hell forever. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Technician killed by missile in north. And remember the city by their own admission. IDF makes headway in Gaza, meaning it's going a little bit forward, but Hamas surrender is far from imminent, meaning there's no sign that Hamas will ever surrender to them. Why should they surrender when they are defeating them, the Haramis? Arresting Arabs and left-wingers is now Israel's intent to crack down on Gaza war descent. Now look at this now. <laughs> Listen to this properly. Arresting, it means Israel is arresting Arabs, right? Then mm. we understand. And left-wingers, left-wingers meaning Jutlas, understand? People who are speaking against the war, against B.B. and all his characters and all of them who are war criminals, is how Israel intends to crack down on Gaza war descent. So imagine the people who speak against them, then they go and arrest them and say, this is how we will sort things out and so on. Remember, they're all toning down now because they're already in, uh, they're already indicted, and Biden is indicted, Blinken is indicted, and all the Israelis. Netanyahu sets Israel on collision course with Biden over Gaza war. So among themselves also they will die, what they will argue, and then inshallah, Allah will dispatch them to Jahannam and the hellfire. I want to read to you a few other things here. Smotrich, that is the war criminal, right? He and Ben Guerre. Smotrich is Israel's worst finance minister ever. Smotrich is Israel's worst finance minister ever. So you must remember these things here. Yeah? So that is from your Haaretz newspaper. Hmm. 
Israeli Druze are not guests and the nation state law should reflect that. So you must remember these Druze, you must watch out for them. They are 100% Shias and they are those Shias who are the Ghali, the extremist Shias. They speak Arabic, they interact with the Arabs, 100% Kufar they are. So we must be very, very careful. So it suits the Israelis well because they can infiltrate the Palestinians and then later on they fight for the Israelis against the Palestinians. So inshallah today we must remember it's the 29th of Rabiul Akhir and tonight we should scan the sky after Maghrib and inshallah it's 30, 31 hours so inshallah the moon will be sighted, the crescent will be sighted say Allahu Akbar Hilal Khairin wa Rushdin Ya Allah make this month of Juma Dal Ula pronounce correctly Ya Allah make this month of Juma Dal Ula a month of Khair and goodness wa Rushdin and righteousness and inshallah we will be Thursday evening there in Wakhis and then in the masjid after Maghrib to Isha our program and Friday inshallah this Friday Jumu'ah we will be there in Bronkers and Adhan is at 12.20 there and then the Bayan and talk and then after Isha so there in Bronkers 8.15 is Isha Salat there and thereafter the talk after the Salat and so forth so that's our program inshallah Aziz for this week. Ustad, as a listener wants to know, does a husband have to be present at the marriage counselor or can the wife go alone? I'm fed up, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. When there are problems between husband and wife, then remember Quran Sharif teaches us wasulhu khair, reconciliation is the best. And remember Hamara Kam Jordana Our function, our duty is to make the home, not to break the home. And now if you need outside help, whether it is a counselor, whether it is a sheikh, whether it is a alim, imam, whoever, then both parties must be there. So what's the sense one party is there? They will change the words, they will change the meaning, and so forth. So that will be counterproductive. So both parties have to be there, and then you address the issues. Quran Karim also says, when you go and you bring in, you must remember, arbitrators from both sides, from the husband's side and wife's side, then even the arbitrators must go into the meeting. How? So remember, both parties must be such that they must want reformation, they must want to make the home, then Allah's help will come. Allah will grant them tawfiq. Tawfiq ilahi, tawfiq from Almighty Allah comes when we are sincere. Then the help of Almighty Allah Jalla comes. So you, husband, wife, when you have problems, go and read Surah 4, Surah Nisa, and verses 35 and 34 and 35. Surah 4, chapter 4, Surah Nisa, verses 34 and 35, and you will find guidelines there. And keep on reading Yawadu, do Yawadu and read du'as Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun Ya Allah grant us as spouses, progeny, children that the coolness of the eyes meaning of one another Somebody wants to know Ustad what's the least amount of meher Ustad 
Remember that according to the Hanafi scholars and jurists is 500 rand minimum that you will have to give your spouse, your wife. According to the Maliki is 175 rand just to make a round figure, just say 200 rand. And according to the Shafi'is and the Hanbali scholars, that whatever the two parties agree on, you must remember, you agree, for example, that your husband must teach you Surah Yasin, so that will be the Mahar. You agree that your husband must give you 20 rain, 50 rain, 500 rain, 200 rain, 100 rain, so all that is acceptable. Anything that is halal, and both parties agreed on it amicably, there was no coercion, so that is is, remember, acceptable according to the Shafi'is and the Hanbali scholars. Listen to this one, Ustad. <coughs> is it okay, dear Mufti Sab, if I give a female directions to a place by jumping in her car as I also need a lift, uh, a lift in the same direction? But I did notify my wife, Ustad. Yes, thereafter, then you'll be jumping in somewhere else, my brother. <laughs> First you jump in her car and then you know what happens. So you must remember, she will say, Dad, I want to go this direction, this direction, or you will say, and then one thing leads to another. He Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La yakhluwanna rajulun bimra'atin illa wa thalithu shaitan. So the lady is driving the car. Right? And you are now hitchhiking. So now you say, yes, I know the place, and she's lost, for example, so you jump in with her. Or you, the male, are driving, and the female is hitchhiking. So you say, yes, I know where you want to go, and I'll take you there. So all cases where you are totally alone, you, and you must remember that female, absolutely haram in all cases, because the third party there is Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan. Yes, it is the plane or is a train or a bus and everything and then there are 50, 20, 100 passengers and you are going. So that's a different story. But here you are alone and one party or both parties have a hidden agenda. So totally, absolutely haram and not permissible. Uh, Ma wants to know till what age can we help our children? My son is 31 years old. He just sits at home. He don't want to go to work or start. What do we do? You see, Ma, with due respect to you, and I don't know if Opa, Papa is there or he passed away, so you are the ones to blame. That sometimes we spoil our children so much, so much, then I have to use that proverb so many times, several times in the past I use it, and again I'm reiterating, Sammin kalbak ya akulka. What is the meaning? You must remember that what happens, that you have a puppy, right? Then you gave it the best food, the best drink. Now the puppy became a bulldog. The puppy became an Alsatian. You see these jutlas. You see these haramis. You see these squatters and invaders. When they came there to Palestine, they didn't even have clothes properly. They didn't have food. They didn't have shelter. Palestinians gave them everything, but this jat, this nation, you must remember, is a cursed nation. This nation in their DNA, they got murder 
They murdered the prophets and messengers. Today they're murdering the babies before the birth certificate can be written, their death certificate is written. So that is what history will write. And who is to blame? You must remember America, Israel, and all the Arab Tanpot dictators, Haramis, Murtads, like Saudi Arabia, Emirates, Bahrain, Jordan, and the Pharaoh of Egypt, and the King of Morocco, whole lot, all these Haramis, Murtad, and traitors to Islam. We need to name them, shame them, and nail them. So the same thing you are doing. You gave him food, you gave him shelter, you gave him spending, you gave him little bit education. So he says, but this is all very good. I can just sit at home and I don't have to work and everything is provided. So who spoiled who? You made him the puppy and now the puppy has become the bulldog. You ma and you papa if papa is alive or your other family members ma your your sons your elder sons your elder daughters have a meeting all of you leave him one side come to a unanimous decision and tell him you got 12 hours by maghrib time tomorrow maghrib time today whatever you want to you pack up from here and if you don't pack up we're taking all your things and throwing it outside Mm. you can't be sitting here and eating drinking and kana peanuts and then you think that you want to come still dictate things here your contribution is zero and you are a male and remember that we must work and so forth you kick him out Islamically is not your responsibility and remember he is a parasite and he is taking undue advantage this is how you deal with such people after one week one month 40 days two months three months he'll come back crawling and he will know that what he must do, must fulfill his responsibilities. Just do it and you will see what will happen. I see, Masi, Papa is still alive and he doesn't listen to Papa as well, Mufti Sab, and he's listening to Mufti Sab right now. He says he will make Baddua for us if he goes on the street to start. So you must remember all that Baddua will fall on him. You must take all his things and <laughs> throw it out. In the street, throw it out, finish. That is what Islam teaches us. He's Beheirat, he's Beisharam. He wants the old people to work people must spend money on him but he doesn't give his beloved mother, beloved father one cent and yet you're eating, you bear sharam, you bear haya, you got no shame so you must remember that so sitting on your laurels, watching TV the whole time, playing with your phone and mm-hmm. other people must feed you you're a liability, you are Dennis the menace brother mm-hmm. someone says I'm very abrupt Mufti Saab and this is affecting my relationship with my husband and family any advice to start? So you know, every time you speak abruptly, every time you speak funny things, so impose a fine upon you. 10 rand, 20 rand, 50 rand, 100 rand. In one week, in three weeks, in 40 days, five weeks, six weeks, you will become straight like a miswak. So therefore, Imam Abu Hanifa used to wear a ring. On that ring was engraved, Jirmuhu Swagir, Wajurmuhu Kabir, that the size of the tongue is very small, but the crime it commits is very big. You give funny answers to your husband, you give funny, funny answers to your father-in-law, mother-in-law, you give funny answers to others and so forth, because you feel that Anakhiru mean I'm better than them, I'm superior to them. So that's a sign of our pride and our arrogance. So you must always put honey on the arrow and then shoot the arrow. So that will have a greater impact. 
which person today in this world who's living can come and reach the stage of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam, Nabi Harun alayhi salam? Nobody living today. Which person today who's living, even Bibi Netanyahu, the Harami, the war criminal, and the super terrorist and what? Can you say he is worse than the Pharaoh? No. The Fir'aun was so mad and so crazy. He said, Ana Rabbukumul A'la. I am the supreme being. I am divinity in the form of humanity. I am God. Allah forbid. Aliyazubillah. But yet, Almighty Allah addressed Nabi Musa alayhi salam. His name and Nami Ismigrami mentioned 136 times in the Noble Quran. And Nabi Harun alayhi salam, his name and Nami Ismigrami mentioned 20 times in the Quran. Both of you go to the Pharaoh. فَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلَ لَيِّنَا Speak to him in a kind, in a polite, in a very, very courteous manner. Imagine Ambiya, and this person is Shaitan, Shaitan. So you must remember that he claimed divinity and so forth. So you are my sister. You don't think that you are too clever, too intelligent mm. and so forth. So you must go in with the intention of Islam. I want to become a better Muslim. I want to become a better ambassador. I want to become a lady who is good to my husband, a good mother to my children, a good daughter-in-law to my in-laws and so forth. And don't make me an outlaw, you see. So that is what you will do. So you start today. From tonight you start, how many times you spoke upside down, so you impose a fine upon you and give it out to the poor people. Then speak to me after 35, 40 days, 45 days, and tell me how straight you are. Are you still a crooked stick or are you straight like a miswak? Mm. We'll, but you must be sincere and you have to beg Almighty Allah for His divine assistance. Mm. <clears throat> I see the brother says to study, says that Muftisab, my son, uh, introduced me to his fiancée mother his fiancée's mother. I will be marrying her and my son will be marrying her daughter uh, on the same day. Am I doing the right thing, Ustad? (coughs) We don't know. So you must remember, are you married? If you are married, you're doing the wrong thing. Is she married? So you must remember, meaning is she married? That did you, because of your proposal, now you went and broke her marriage and so forth because you promised her you came with the BMW, be my wife. You came with a smart Porsche and Ferrari and a smart Merc. And then you flashed some presents and gifts and all that. She said now in her mind that, you know what, this husband of mine, he's an old guy, cold guy, tired, retired, half past six. And now I got a sharpshooter here, so let me leave him and catch you a new one. So then it's obviously the haram, brother. And you must remember all what you and your son are doing now, all this absolutely haram. Your people's nikah, double nikah, father getting married, son getting married on the same day, when next week, two weeks' time, one month's time, two months' time, whenever. So remember, but every day you're chatting, you're chatting to her. That is the lady you want to marry. She's chatting to you. 
Your son is busy with his fiance and he's busy there chatting and sending this and sending. Since when all that is permissible in Islam? Quran Karim states, Wala taqrabu zina, innahu kana fahisha. Do not even approach and go near zina, fornication, adultery. It is something that is, innahu kana fahisha. It is something obscene. It is something indecent. Wasa asabila. What a horrible, terrible road to take. You will never find barakah and blessing in that, brother. Chapter 17, Surah Bani Israel, and verse 32, Wala taqrabu zina. So you got it now? If you, brother, the father, you got a wife, then for you to get married to her, not permissible. If she was married, and because of you going there and promising her, and you broke a marriage, it's not permissible for you to marry. You must go and ask that first husband for forgiveness, that you were the cause of the breakdown in their marriage. And for your son, tell him to get married immediately. Get married this week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Fridays we have program here. Molan Arafat is a program 10 to 10.30 where they announce the nikah and so forth. All this at tasweef, at tasweef. You know what is tasweef? Delay, delay, delay. At tasweef in a shaitan. It's all from shaitan. No, we'll get married next year, February, just before Ramadan mm. and so forth. We'll get married next year, just before Ramadan and all haram, all that. From now till then, how much haram will happen? Say, no, darling, let's go choose a ring. Now the boy and girl go alone. He's smooching her, she's smooching him. They're pecking one another, kissing one another. Allah alone knows what else happens and so forth. You, the parents, are also guilty of a major sin. And the boy and the girl are also guilty of a major sin. <laughs> Surah 66, verse number 6. Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu O you who believe, 89 times Allah has used this phrase. Save yourself and save your children from the fire. So therefore, that is my advice to you. What you say, were you married before? Oh, was she married? Just answer that question to me. Yes, you, you, the father. Yes. And he says, Muhtaram, now you're making things more difficult and confusing for all of us. We're not confusing anything because you don't say the truth. Mm -hmm. You'll all ask half-half questions, but with Allah's help, we know you've got a hidden agenda. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I filled in the missing pieces, you see, (laughs) because me, I know how to do the jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) You understood? So you must remember. With Allah's help. You see, you lie. It's not permissible for you to get married to her. Mm. See, Haji Suleiman, uh, Ustad is laughing, see, Jigsaw Pasa. Yeah, Suleiman J also looking for some Mrs. Jigsaw. <laughs> the last week, one lady told me, your uh. uncle Suleiman Mota, we got one lady for him. Very good, pious lady. So first thing I asked how old she is, she said 53. My family member oh, said 53. I say, bye, he wants a wife. He doesn't want a mother or a mother-in-law <laughs> and so forth. I said, no, I made a mistake. I thought Suleiman is 47. I said, he's not 47, he's 37. He's looking for a young lady who's 27 years old. Subhanallah. Ustad, listen to this one. Abby here, AK. My colleagues at work are saying, why Hamas just don't surrender and everything will be fine? What do I tell them, AK? I told them, why don't you talk about the innocent lives that they took? This is Abby. Ustad. So that is like saying, you must remember, Abby, you, got, you must tell them this. 
That that is like saying you got your house, you got your shop, you got your farm, and the crooks came and they took away three quarters of your house and left you in the bathroom toilet. They stole away your shop, they stole your farm, and now when you are saying that I want my shop back, I want my farm back, I want my house back, <laughs> so they are advising, no, even that bathroom toilet, you got, just give it to them. <laughs> so, is, are they crazy or what? <laughs> this Israeli stole everything of the Palestinians according to international law. You must remember when they say the occupied territories, the occupied lands, so that is what they are doing. There's no surrender. You must remember that Hamas is hitting the hell out of Israel. Ask your idiot, the friends, and tell them, I call them bunch of idiots. Tomorrow will be 40 days, and they're bombing day and night, and they can't release one hostage. What does that tell you? That it's a humiliation and disgrace for them. Every hour that ticks past, every day that goes past, the anger, the fury, the rage is increasing. And if they can get hold of being B.B. B.B. Nay. You know B.B. Nay. Benjamin Nay. That's his full name. So Benjamin Nay, how many babies have you murdered and massacred today? <laughs> Every day you must remind him the Harami, the super terrorist, the war criminal, guilty of genocide and ethnic cleansing. So you must ask them that questions there. So you must ask them that they couldn't release one hostage. So who is winning? And by Israel's own admission, 40, 45, 50, of their soldiers are dead, fracked, sent to hell. So who's winning? They just come with their aerial bombardment, kill and murder the children, don't give them water, don't give them medication, no fuel, no uh, diesel, and before the birth certificate is written, the death certificate is written. So idiots only think like that. Our honor is in going and defeating them, or we obtain martyrdom. For what must they surrender when they are the oppressed people? And Israel, you think Israel will stop there? Israel's aim, already saying we want to take whole Gaza, we want to take the whole West Bank, we want to take whole Lebanon all that they are saying. So the Haramis (coughs) and it is part (coughs) sorry about that and it is the part of their DNA to commit murder they murdered the prophets and the messengers and today they are murdering babies and children so only idiots will speak like that like what your friends are saying <laughs> Allahu Akbar subhanallah <laughs> I see uh, uh, sister Abby says that uh, she's uh, she's saying sorry Ustad for not uh, waking up early in the morning for asking the question she says way too early so that's why she's posing the question <laughs> this time of the day Ustad uh, sister Abby she's apologizing we got no problem, my sister Abby, as long as you are listening, and I hope you're on my groups and so forth. So in the afternoon, we replay it on Marcus Sahaba every day, Monday to Saturday, between 3 and 3.35, 3.40. So around that time, we play it, the replay, the repeat. So you can listen to it at that time. Therefore, we have the repeat, because many people cannot listen to it in the early part of the morning. No need to apologize, my sister. Always stand for truth and stand for justice. Let's go to KZN Ustad. A listener says, mother-in-laws, Muftisab, or murder, murder-in-laws, why do both of them always want to kill each other? They're the ones who cause marital problems, and you know that, Ustad. 
Remember, I don't agree with that statement. Therefore, I just told my sister, Abby, who's not a Muslim, mm. I say you must always stand for justice mm. and you must always stand for the truth. You can't make a blanket statement and say that the mothers in law are always to blame. You could. You can't make a general sweeping statement and say that always the daughters-in-law are to blame. That's wrong. You must remember that. So you have to look at one Quranic verse and one Hadith Sharif. Quran is the direct speech of all Allah. Hadith Sunnah is the speech Mubarak of the Master Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You see, when you have hatred for a people, you have hatred for a nation, then sometimes we lose our direction and then we want to kill everybody, anybody, or we want to paint everybody with the same brush. And Almighty Allah is warning us, you must never do that. Chapter 5, Surah Ma'idah and verse number 7. This is Kalamullah, direct speech of Almighty Allah. You bought your vehicle and now brand new and then you know the light will come on. In two months' time, one month's time, you have to bring your car for service, and it's the 20,000, 50,000, 80,000, 100,000 servers, major servers, service A, service B, service 1, service, whatever it is. Nobody questions it. Why? Because they are the manufacturers of that vehicle. Almighty Allah created us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. <laughs> How many things do we know what is in our body? We don't know. So Almighty Allah teaching us, write it down, Sister Abby. So write it down, all of you. Chapter 5, verse number 8. And what Almighty Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu, kunu qawwamina lillahi shuhada'a bilqist. Ayman walo, oh you who believe, 89 different places. Kunu qawwamin, be the maintainers, be the one who stand firm for the love of Allah. Shuhada, that you are witnesses, bilqist of justice. So Islam teaches us justice. Deen, deen means justice. Allah's attribute is Dayan, the one who is the most just. You should not become a criminal, O people of Iman. Because of the hatred of a people. Everybody knows I hate the Jutlas. Everybody knows I hate the Shias. But if they have certain good qualities or they have certain good things, then we must speak about that. You can't say they got nothing. That's wrong. I say that Iranians are kufar, but they are masters in Arabic calligraphy. You see, like that. Allah Allah ta'adilu that you don't do justice with your enemies. Idilu even with your enemies you must do justice. Huwa aqrabu taqwa that is nearer to piety. Wattaqullah fear Allah ta'ala. Inna Allah khabirun bima ta'malun. Whatever you do all might Allah is all aware of it. There's a Quran Sharif chapter 5 verse 8. The Hadith Sharif, the saying, teaching, preaching of Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam was, is, you know, in English we learned all this they stole from Islam. What we learned in primary school, love is blind. Hmm. Did we learn that or not? Hmm. Yes. But why you don't go to Mustafa Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu Sallam? He, the Master, salam, said, mm. That the thing you love, it makes you blind and deaf, you see. So your mother tells you, Oh, Betty, oh, daughter, don't marry him. 
You didn't listen and you got married. Now the marriage is on the rocks, the husband is in the docks, and now you blame mother, blame mother-in-law. But who's to blame? You didn't take the advice of your elders. Mustafa Rasulullah authentic hadith Al-Baraka Ma'a'akabirikum that Baraka blessings will come with your elders with your seniors does it not confine just to ulama so remember all your elders your parents your grandparents they know what is life they've been through the mull and so forth this is authentic hadith in Ibn Hibban even Sheikh Albani said it is Sahih authentic hadith in his Silsila Ahadith Sahiha so therefore consult with your elders yes sometimes the mother in law is to blame sometimes the daughter in law is to blame but you can't go and make sweeping statement all of them that's totally wrong I give you my example my father-in-law mother-in-law wonderful people both of them Allah Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus I told you thousand times now that my own mother-in-law I told my wife bring her here that your mother she's blind nobody can make khidmat of her and serve her so why you do all these things here so remember in life you have to love and let love also take people's du'as and all people's du'as show them the true love and then see how far you will go in life Subhanallah Subhanallah that question that came in about my son introduced me to his fiance's mother. I see the father says that uh, Muftisab, I want to phone you at about quarter past twelve just for ten minutes to hear his side of the story. We'll start. That's it. No, I got no time for all these things here because you lie too much mm. and I'm too busy. Don't phone me and I won't entertain your call. I gave you the answer now. It's haram for you to marry her because you're breaking somebody's marriage or you married already and mm. you can't do justice. Who said my wife is 19 years old? Uh, I am 35. I'm going to be turning 36 next week. Why can't people keep stories they make uh, to themselves? Anonymous to start. So you must remember, we can't put the zip on people. Some people will like AK. Some people will hate AK. Some people will make propaganda and so forth. So that's how life carries on. You know, when I was a young boy and I used to come from school, then first thing before, I, because our shop in front, house at the back and the hawk, now, you don't even know what's a hawk. The foul run was behind there, behind the house. So when I used to come, I used to go to the hawk first. All the chicken and that are there. I give it one kick and all run away. My mother will come out. You make them all again. Now see where they are running. So I say, Ummi, Mommy, what you worrying? See, I shot them out in one minute. So I just catch the hen, H-E-N, the huh. mother. And I put inside. The rest of them all quietly, they back inside. You see that? <laughs> so in life, you must please Allah Ta'ala. If you please Allah Ta'ala, then everybody slowly or majority will come towards you. They were swearing you, cursing you, but afterwards they'll ask you forgiveness. Afterwards they'll say you were right and so forth and so on. Our problem is we want to please people and we want to violate the laws of Allah Ta'ala. We want to please people and politicians and governments and we violate the laws which Habibuna Rasulullah taught us. Therefore, we get so disgraced and humiliated. Ustaz, before we go for our interval, I see Ma from Newcastle. Uh, she says, better 
Uh, I heard the messages going bad around about you. I don't like them talking like that about you. Who is doing this? Ustad. So you must remember, they said at Jutlas, they sent me a message that I must stop speaking against the Jews and against them. I said, go to hell, do whatever you want to do. do. So let them send whatever we can. So remember that because they try, they want to keep us shut like the Shias, you know. Mm. The Shias told me, we'll give you so much money and all that. Don't speak against us. So I told them, we don't need your money. Allah Ta'ala keep us far away from you kuffar Shias. So the Jews, we're nailing them, exposing them and so forth. So now they will tell you this, tell you that. So we don't worry about that. We continue with our message and our mission. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Well, it's exactly now 17 minutes to 12. We go for our interval. When we come back, we will continue, inshallah, with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love this, uh, Nasheed. I was a grapevine. I see Sister Abby says that uh, she always records uh, Mufti Sahab's program, The Blessed of Marriage, and she takes it to her work. Well, Sister, Ga- uh, Sister Abby, let's go and listen to the breaking news that our beloved Fabida Tulu Ustad has for Gaza. Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <clears throat> These are the live updates on Haritz. Rocket sirens sound in Ashkelon. For you Muslims, you should know this name. Ashkelon is right next to, you must remember, Gaza. Learn the Islamic terms, not Gaza, Gaza. And Ashkelon is Asqalan. Hafiz ibn Hajar Asqalani. His forefathers came from there. Border communities. So remember that Hamas are shooting rockets, whatever. Alhamdulillah. Another good story for us, IDF, that is Israeli Defense Force, confirms death of captive Israeli soldier who appeared in Hamas video published on Monday. So meaning that yesterday they told Israel, we have your soldier, and then he fracked, you must remember that. Whether he died naturally or whether they put a bullet through him, we both ways we say, Alhamdulillah, very good. You want to come and kill our babies, our children, our innocent people so we have all the right to send your soldiers straight to hell one way ticket no return and there's no sympathy empathy for him that is the only language you'll understand you jutlas you haramis you you super terrorists and we need to make our stance very clear on that issue somebody says but to start many mother-in-laws don't realize that they were once daughter-in-laws as well they treat the new daughters-in-law as though they did a favor by getting her son married to her. Ustad, anonymous. Remember the story of your people's meme two 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 meme story will carry on till day of Kiyama. So now what is damage control? There, when I said this first time, some people got very, very upset, but now they themselves are saying the same thing. In this day and this age, I'm repeating that, in this day and this age, when your son wants to get married, your daughter wants to get married, from day one, just keep them separate. You, my son, welcome, you get married, you and your wife go live somewhere, go live in an outbuilding somewhere else, go live in a flat, go buy your house, go rent a house, do whatever you want. I don't want you here. Then daily you will look at me, and then you see I'm crying, your mother. Then you look at your wife, and then she's crying. Your loyalties will be torn, because both are special people in your life. So we don't want all this. Once in a while you come here, ahalan was ahalan. But we must share the kitchen, we must share the same bathroom, share the, share the same facility, 
opportunities is not going to work out because people today they have the too much pride arrogance independence and so forth so therefore as far as possible remember keep them separated and you will find peace yes if the daughter-in-law is good mother-in-law is good you make everything clear from before you are the only son and you don't have any other brothers your mother is a widow and now who can look after her only you so you make everything clear then it's fine if they agree and so forth then you both must love remember love and let love the problem comes when we want everything our way you must remember that mother-in-law says you must do it this way she's not prepared to listen to what the daughter-in-law says daughter-in-law says you must do it her way and not your style you say your style is all outdated apartheid style now in democracy we must do new style so that's where all the trouble comes that you're not prepared to give a little but also give and take that's when you have all the trouble i have two wives we live in two separate outbuildings in the same yard my two wives just can't get along but our children are best of friends with each other how do i solve this conflict I mean, I'm stressing, and it's causing me uh, havoc to start. So that's why Quran said, my brother, the problem with y'all is you'll eat the chicken, and then you ask whether it's halal or haram. So yeah, you got married. From both wives, you made children, and the children, what they worry? They can play soccer, they can play cricket, they can play games together. So you got big stress and anxiety. This wife is telling you this, that wife is telling you this. So remember, that's exactly what the Quran Karim taught you. Surah number 4, chapter 4, Surah Nisa, verse number 3. For in khiftum Allah ta'adilu. If you fear you can't do justice for wahida, then you must remember stay with the first wife, the old wife, old is gold. Now you brought the problem on yourself. You got your first wife. You had children from her. So what need there was to bring another wife? And you're not a wealthy person. So you are staying in two outbuildings. One time in ABC outbuilding and then sometime in XYZ outbuilding. So you brought all this musibat calamity upon yourself. So you are the big problem here. So what you must do now because you got both of them you got children so you must speak to Allah Ta'ala increase your salat increase your tilawat of Quran increase your zikr Ya Allah I have these two wives I have children from them you bring the love you are dude. you are dude. Ya Allah the creator of love so bring that love within all of us and make sure your wives your children all of them are reading five daily salat then things will change Quran says so inna alladheena Verily, when people have true Iman and they continue with the righteous deeds and good actions, then Allah will bring the love within their hearts and so forth. Go open Surah Maryam, chapter 19. Right in the ending, you will find it there. <laughs> Somebody says, Mufti Sahib, give me three reasons why you're not allowing we South Africans to go there to Gaza or to fight or to look after our sisters and daughters or to marry them. Give me three reasons to start. First of all, nobody can enter Gaza. So that's the first reason. They're, they're not allowing anybody to enter. So how do how are you going to enter? 
Second one, what is your intention? You must remember that your intention is because the Palestinian women are very beautiful and so forth and so on. But what you know, they're going to like you or not. Your customs are different. Everything is different. She will tell you, you must make jihad. You can't even hold a water pistol properly. If you see a water pistol, your huzu will break. You know that yourself. So you must remember that. Third one, we don't want any Palestinian to leave Palestine. We want the six million Palestinians who are living in the diaspora, they must be brought back. That is what we are demanding and that is what we want. Yes, we want the Jutlas must run away. Over 200,000 already out and running away. There's no more Alia. Alia means where the Jutlas used to come from Africa, Europe, America, here and there towards Israel. Now they're making a Hurub. Hurub is the Arabic word. They're running away from mm. there because when they see the bombs and the missiles and how what's happening and remember they won't be peaced it's costing them 250 million US dollars per day according to press TV so Iranian but I will say there's propaganda so let's cut it down to 100 million 150 million so the economy is in tatters you must remember that of Israel as well so how long can they continue and so forth so let us go look for better Eastern pastures they're going to Cyprus they're going to Portugal they're going to other countries and so forth so that is what we want we don't want to take Palestinians out we want the Palestinians inside mm. they must take over the whole of the rogue apartheid regime of Israel because Palestine today is occupied Palestine if you got brains you will understand if you don't have brains then we can't help you I see one listener says but the Molana is the ulama they pass the fatwa we can go start yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Molana also you give him one prize and that is a mufatya he'll give you the fatwa also <laughs> somebody says you start my husband thinks he owns me he treats me like his slave. I'm sick and tired of him. Hailing and screaming does fall under abuse. Our local Molanas refuse me to get a fasakh as they say he's not <coughs> physically hitting me. How do I get out? I'm miserable. Student of Dean Ustad. So you must remember that's what debates me. One side you say you student of Dean. When you were doing selection of spouse, when he came five years ago, three years ago, ten years ago, be honest, you say you are a Taliba student of Dean. What was your motive? You just looked at his wealth, you looked at his car, you looked at his features, you look how handsome he is. You never ever looked at his aqidah, whether he's a Sunni or he's a Shia or a Qadiani or a Muslim, non-Muslim. You never ever worried about his commitment to Salat and his income. You never ever bothered about his akhlaq and that. Be honest about this here. So remember, now you say you are fed up and so forth and so on. So my advice to you, sister, write a letter, email to Muhammad Mohana Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sahib and then tell him everything. He will write a letter back to both of you and then he will tell you in which situation a fasakh and annulment of marriage can be done and so forth and so on. So what the Maulanas are saying, they don't say fasakh. Why? Your husband is their good friend or is a rich person. He gives them money and all that for their masjid, madrasa. So they will never ever want it because they don't want to be in his bad books even if he's guilty because they worried about their collection and so forth so that is the truth of the matter hmm. Allah Akbar somebody says Ustaz does my wife's daughter I think maybe the men stepped what he says does my wife's daughter <coughs> have to make parda from you Ustaz 
Remember your wife was pre-married before. Then her husband passed away or her previous husband divorced her. When her iddat was finished and they had a daughter from that marriage, now when her iddat finished, then you got married to her as the second husband. Then in Quran, Surah 4, verse 23, the last, last verse of the fourth Jews, the fourth Supara, Almighty Allah addresses this issue. وَرَبَائِبُكُمُ اللَّاتِ فِي حُجُورِكُمْ مِن نِسَائِكُمُ اللَّاتِ دَخَلْتُمْ بِهِنْ Once you married her, your wife, and then you consummated the marriage with her, then you become a mahram for that daughter there. So your stepdaughter, Rabiba, is called in Arabic. So you are now mahram for her after you consummated the marriage with her mother, with your wife. So there's no more parda between you and that lady dead and stepdaughter because Quran has mentioned it very very clearly Ustad is a listener says that one of the Islamic radio stations yesterday were having and collecting on air for Palestine but they're not taking no checks only cash Ustad so you must remember it's very good why they take cash so they can pocket it also so you must remember that who's accountable that how much came in how much commission they're going to take and so forth and so on I'm asking you one question, right? I'm asking you. I don't know you, right? Whether you're male, female, big, small, what, I don't know. So let us ask and ask yourself that they made collection. They said, just give cash. Mm. So, number one, do you really believe every cent they collected will go to Palestine? Do you really believe that? I'm asking you. You know it's not true. Second one is, how much commission are they taking? They play on the emotions of the people, collect the money, some amount will go there and some will go in their pockets. So therefore we say that you can't give this type of people here. You must remember that. You must give to such people that they will take your full money, they will put their money and Mm. then they will send it off. That is the caliber of people we talk. Not Mufatiyas who are collecting money, pocket this and so forth. Not permissible to give them. Jazakallah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah والجماعة.